Hey, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Beat School. I am your host, Kia Orion. Thank you so much for tuning in. You could be anywhere in the world, but you are here with me, and I appreciate that. I am the man who is obsessed with creating dope music and teaching you how to make your own. In this episode of Beat School, this is going to be another Q&A with Kia episode, meaning this is where I take questions from audience members, different uh, community groups online, and I answer them to the best of my ability. I want to make it clear also from the jump that this is simply my personal opinion. This is not expert advice. Uh, this is just what I do. Um, and I, I'm passionate about hip hop. I've been producing for over 10 plus years. I'm passionate about making beats, writing songs, rapping, singing, all of that jazz. And now that I run this community for Beat School, I try to answer as many questions as I can every week in this podcast form. Or if you're tuning in on video, I appreciate that on the YouTube channel. You can find this everywhere at Kia O'Ryan. So let's jump into today's questions. Uh, I got a few that I thought were um, really important and things that I definitely struggled with in my own journey. So I wanted to tackle these for you all as well. So the first one is, this one says, artistic credibility versus doing numbers. I recently started putting my music on YouTube, rapping, singing, basically, and I'm debating on the best ways to get more interactions. I don't want to self-promote in some corny way, but I also have to get all my friends subscribed and I don't know how to get much further. My channel only has 30 subs. It's not big enough to get natural growth. Um, Should I start asking for features? I don't want to ruin my image, blah, blah, blah. Um, I enjoy making the art, but I don't want to sell out. So here's my take on this. Also, if you're tuning on video, you notice we're in my bedroom because we're currently in the middle of quarantine, so I'm trapping out the apartment. Let's go. Uh, When it comes to this um, artistic credibility, Artistic credibility versus doing numbers. I think collaboration is inherently a huge element of hip-hop, and I think you'd be doing yourself a disservice not to um, collaborate with people, especially smaller artists. If you, I talked about this before, but networking laterally can be a huge move, which means these are people that are kind of on your same level or when it comes to numbers and growth, are quote-unquote below you. I don't like saying that because it feels like some weird hierarchy, but oftentimes if you're searching for a collaboration with someone who is who has a huge audience already, um, is super popping, they get that all the time, and they often know that you're trying to leverage their audience, but networking horizontally can be a huge game changer because it, it comes, I think, from more of, more of an authentic place. And then you can also build that thing together. Like, I think that's really dope if producers actually look for rappers who are pretty unknown, but who they really fuck with their stuff or dig their material, um, and then want to kind of work with that artist to blow them up. So if you think about a lot of the, these these producers and rappers in tandem, like a Kendrick or um, like a Drake, oftentimes these artists are relatively unknown, and it takes it's the gamble that the producer is taking on them, but they really believe in the music or they believe in the drive of the artist, which kind of helps them uh, take it to the next level. So when it comes to this, I think collaboration is huge. That's going to be my first one. And your name is Hello, I'm Pears. So Pears, uh, first things first, definitely collaborate. And no collaboration, no one collaboration or brand, whatever, no one thing is going to ruin you. So when you think about Kendrick Lamar, think about him. He has collaborations with Taylor Swift, right? Or um, if you think about Nicki Minaj right now, she's doing these collaborations with these huge Latin trap pop artists. Um, Megan Thee Stallion, I don't Megan Thee Stallion, um, Cardi B. 
was killing it um, with some collaboration. So I think that that's a huge element because if you think about anything, it's a podcast, if it's a rap song, no matter what you get, if you're partnering with these other people, you really get access to their audience. So it's all about kind of sharing each other's audience. And, you know, as my boy E from New York would say, one hand washes the other, both wash the face. So I don't want you to feel like you have to have super crazy artistic integrity when it comes to your collaborations. That being said, I do think it is important to think about the collaborations that you do have and to be strategic about them. Also, sometimes if you just need the bag, then you just need the bag. So you just need to do a collaboration if it's something for the money, if it's a with a brand or something that you don't really believe in. You make that sacrifice, that's on you. But um to me personally, I think that collaborations are a huge element to this whole game. And when it comes to YouTube cipher competitions, I am just so gung-ho. I'm on my Gary V shit hook, line, and sinker when it comes to really diving in to getting creative. So it doesn't necessarily mean the days are gone. It's like, you have a song, plays on the radio, get your hit. Now you're famous. It's like jump into if you're a producer. I, I see that you said you're rapping and singing. Send your beats to like really different niches that might not always have rap songs, like makeup tutorials or like people that do other types of videos on travel videos on YouTube. They love people who need hip hop music. I don't watch many makeup tutorials, so I don't know. But send your tunes to people who you think could use it, who would actually need it, rather than the the magazines, people that get thousands of SoundCloud links and aren't going to do you any justice. So that would be my biggest piece of advice for you. Don't worry too much about art- artistic credibility. Collaborations are big. Um, there's no one collaboration you can't recover from, but really think about who you can offer your music to that is valuable for, and then send them your tunes and um, build those relationships because this game is all about relationships and building your own community. So Pairs, that's for you. Good luck. You got this. Another one. I've completely given up. Perfect. I love this. Fair enough. Dig it. Fair enough. Less competition for me. Just kidding. In August, it will be one year since I began creating beats. Okay, already you haven't given this long enough. I've seen some success in under a year. I've gained almost 20K plays. Um, I've given up on the idea. I'll be able to take a care... I'll be able to take a career producing seriously smart. That's good. Uh, that's a good way to do it. Just give up after one year. Um, it hurts because I I want nothing more to, than to create music and begin a career in it, but I'm 19. And um, yeah, definitely give up. 19, you're super old, man. Super washed up. Um, you have no chance at all if you're 19. Probably, yeah, 19, 20, I'd say just give up and go work at Winn-Dixie or um, get a nice office job and live the rest of your life miserable. Dog, what are you talking about? I'm almost motherfucking 30 years old and I'm still chasing this goddamn hip-hop dream, dog. I've been doing this 10 years, still ain't giving up. Motherfucking grown-ass man at 30 years old, we going. We got this shit. I still believe in this shit, you feel me? That's the key is that whether you think this might one of my favorite quotes, not mine, but I'm taking credit for it. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. And that shit is so true. So if you think you're giving up, if you don't think you have a chance, you don't have a chance. But if you think you have a chance, you want to give at it, you're going to, you got a chance. The, the key is this, the, the hard part to articulate here is that art is subjective. So like who decides whether it's shitty or not? Like Little Pump has huge has a huge career. He makes tons of money in his songs like Illuma, Illuma, Illuminati. Driving up air in a Rari. Skirt, Illuminati. It's like 
Art is subjective. That's just the that's the realest shit. So if you're already given up and you're 19, then you don't have a chance. Or you could say, you know what? I'm not even 20 yet. I still can live life five more times over. If you're if we're rounding up, saying with technology and science, future technology that you're gonna live to 100 years old, you still you have so many years left, dude. Um, I don't know what the fuck you're giving up for. Here's the thing. Give up if it's not something you're passionate about. If you're in it for the wrong things, if you're in it for the wrong reasons, please give up because it's not going to be sustainable. After, after doing this for 10 years and having, I'm like Russ, 10, well, Russ except without all the talent and a little bit less handsome and bald, but still Russ has this line, I dropped 11 albums, they all flopped, but I learned from it and I feel the same way. My music has never gotten super poppin' um, because I've never really given it the elbow grease until lately. And that's totally on me from being insecure, from dropping some songs before, them not performing well. And finally, I feel like I have the confidence to just go for it and realize that there's no excuses other than you you putting the work in in yourself. That's really the key to the whole shit is like doing it, creating content around it, being persistent period. When I started to have success with my beats and my music was when I started to teach people, when I started to do the educational element, because I'm also really um, passionate about teaching people how to make music, which is why now I have a successful online business doing it. But it didn't start there. And so I do that because I'm passionate about it, but I'm also equally passionate about my own artistry. However, it's this constant battle, this constant balance between insecurity and ego of thinking, yeah, I'm dope, I can do all these things, and still being insecure about the songs that I make because I'm, I'm not Drake. And like comparing, the, another one of my favorite quotes, comparison is the thief of joy, thinking about where Drake was at this point in his life. That dude was killing it. He was making views. He was 27. That man was a legend, right? If I die, I'm a motherfucking legend. So Drake was already a legend. I have uh, about... 10 fans, and they're all family members. So it's like, you really got to think about what you're in it for. If you love the process, if you love the game, if you love the creativity, if you love the art, honestly, man, I can't give up. Like, that's just the realest shit because it won't let go of me. Like, if I don't do it, I feel like there's a piece missing. If I don't write, if I don't make beats, if I don't make content, I'm not happy. I'm not content. Um, It's less for me about giving up and more just i i can't do anything else and that's just the that's just the truth like i'm shitty at every other job because i'm constantly thinking about music so whether it takes me another 10 years to get on or whether i blow up off some shit in a year from now i'm going to be making music probably till the day i die and who knows maybe i'll adjust down the line i'll get really into um microgreens but i'm just i'm just kidding there's something about this there's a reason i've been at this 10 years and it's because the shit the shit ain't letting go of me so Think about that, dig deep, also experiment with some other stuff, and music will be there. You're super young. Fair enough. Go experiment with some stuff. Go read David Epstein's book called Range, and then come back and talk to me after you experiment with other stuff. Good luck. You got this. Um, best application of making rap beats and mixing with audio. This question is from Slowpan. Slowpan, first of all, the best application... The two the, the applications that you're talking about, your question is, so I have not dared to download FL Studios because it looks frightening just looking at the shit. I've watched some tutorials and I've done some searching on what's the best studio application, but every review seems biased to say different things because I love Reddit. I'm asking the best. Love that. Gotta love that. Asking the best in Reddit. Um, uh, best applications for making beats. Sorry for bad English. Okay. 
Here's the thing. I've answered this a time and time again. I have another podcast on this if you want this. What is the best DAW? By best application, actually what they're called is a digital audio workstation or a DAW, D-A-W for short. There are a couple main ones, and I tackle them in another podcast, the pros and cons, breaking all of them down. But uh, Slowpan, the the key is um, they all do the same shit. It depends on how your brain works. I use Logic. I've used Reason. I've used um, Machine. I used a little bit of Pro Tools. Um, and now I use Ableton. And I love Ableton. just works with my brain. But a lot of people use FL Studio. A lot of people use Ableton. The reason that it looks intimidating is because it is. Shameless plug. That's what I do is I teach people how to make beats. Check out producerdownloads.com for super dope resources or just my personal website, kiaorion.com slash resources. I've got tons of stuff to help you level up, beat the learning curve, because I realized that this was a problem for a lot of people. It took me a long time to understand how to use the DAW properly, and I wish that there was some shit that I would have known. So I have have tutorials on the biggest mistakes beginners make. I have sample packs. I have guides to gear, guides to all types of different software, shit that I wish that I had when I was starting out because it is so hard to learn. But it's honestly not that hard. If you keep it simple, you have a good plan, and possibly a producer coach, a.k.a. your boy, holla at me. Okay, so best application, I think the best two are, in short, FL Studio and Ableton Live because... They both ha- are super popular, and they, which means that they both have a lot of learning content around them, meaning there's a lot of opportunity to learn from them because they aren't a super niche DAW. So like there's so many elements, um, excuse me, so many videos on YouTube about how to learn both FL Studio and Ableton. The two that I recommend, preferably I'm an Ableton type of guy, but I'm also going to learn FL one of these days. Try both. See what works best with your brain. Pull the trigger. Learn the shit. Best decision I'll ever make. You got this. Good luck. Um, Last two questions. I don't want to keep this going too long today. Beats never sound good. Or I want them to. This is by Shiny Kyogre. Nice, man. Hella dope. I dig the Pokemon reference. Okay. I've been producing for about a year now, but it's starting to get really frustrating. Who really sunk a lot of time into this, eh? Um, my beats never come out the way I want them to and always end up sounding nearly unlistenable. When I look at SoundCloud, it's like everyone knows what they're doing and has their little sound going. Can't seem to make anything solid. I've tried tutorials, tried some theory. I don't really know what to do. So, Shiny Kyogre, here's the deal. Hate to break it to you. It's going to take more than a year. Sorry, bro. Anything worth learning takes time. I'll say it again. Anything worth learning takes motherfucking time. So... Give yourself more time, man. What are you doing? You're so impatient. After a year, dude, my beats, I was producing for 10 years. My beats just started to get dope maybe two years ago. So that's eight years in. That being said, it doesn't have to take you eight years. People like Murder Beats, listen to some interviews with him. He talks about how he really was developing while he was even starting to get placements. So don't feel like you go at it for a year and then like that's it. Like the real key to this shit is to stick with it and continue. You have to constantly progress. You have to be hungry. You have to lose yourself in the process. That being said, like we said about before with comparison, even now when I'm making dope beats, I'll go on YouTube, SoundCloud, whatever, and still find people that be like, damn, these beats are so good. I'll hear it on the radio. I'll go, damn, this stuff is so good. You can't let that discourage you, though. You have to use that as motivation. See what they're doing. Listen to the techniques and tactics that they're implementing into their beats and then steal that shit. Steal the different elements or things that you like. And one of my biggest pieces of advice when it comes to production is remake beats you love. I'm going to say it again. Remake the beats you love and remake a lot of them. It's really just a reps thing. Go into the gym. You got to put the time in. You got to put the push-ups in. 
Find some sort of a learning plan too. So if it's all over the place, it's going to go really slowly. Instead, say, this week I'm going to focus on my drum patterns. This next week I'm going to focus on um, learning a few kind of compression effects. This next week I'm going to learn on I'm going to learn how to flip samples. This next week I'm going to learn etc. Lo-fi. Next week dance hall etc. etc. Um, be specific about your learning plan. That's what I often help people with is having more of a structured learning plan because if you think about any sport or instrument, you have to treat this like an instrument, man. Like you don't go into football practice and your coach is like, uh, let's wing it today. It's like he has the whole fucking season mapped out on like practicing tackles or practicing these offensive plays. I don't know much about football, so I'm just pulling this out of thin air, but. Any type of instrument. Treat it like it's an instrument. You have to really focus on what is most important to you. So um, when it comes to um, getting good at production, it's going to take time. Just know that. And find some comfort knowing that nobody got there overnight. Everybody you think is dope, I guarantee you spent a shitload of time fucking around with it. So it's something I, I think is a lifelong skill worth learning. And the best way to get over this hump is to just put blinders on. Listen to the beats you made a year ago and listen to how shitty those are compared to the beats you made today. Use inspiration from other people's beats, but don't let it be so heavy that it's crushing. Good luck. Last question for today. 20 years old, just started making beats from Holo Stack. Sometimes when I read the stories of famous producers, I notice they start at a very young age, like 15 or 13. Is it too late to start at 20 years old? Yeah, like I said before, you're probably washed up. You're an old man at 20, I'd say just give up. No, dude, go for it. If you're 20 years old, you've got so much life left to live. The key is fuck what everybody else is doing. Fuck what everybody else says. If it makes you happy, go for it. Are you going to really go work in some middle management office job for 45 years because you think you started too late? Like, I can't get over, I, it doesn't make sense to me how this, how people are going to give up at 20 years old. You're just starting the race, dude. Again, I'm going to recommend it. Go read Dave Epstein's book called Range. It's amazing. And it's all about dipping and dabbling and how specializing at a young age actually fucks you over. We all obsess about Tiger Woods because he started golfing at like three years old, right? Or some ludicrous small number. But the real key is to um, not worry so much about your age and more about devoting your time. Because a lot of people start at 13, 15, and then spend a bunch of years fucking around, myself included. If those were focused years, you would have done much better. Um, Myself, I would have done much better if I would have had a focused sort of plan and practice. I started at 19 too. And it's been a decade now, but two, three good years, two, three solid years, you can get to where you want to be. So 20 years old, not too old, brother. You're just starting in life, but go dip and dabble in things. Try different shit. Um, It really comes down to experimentation, passion, and process. I can't say that enough. Y'all, thank you so much for tuning in as always. I'm going to wrap this up here. We're coming in on 20 minutes, coming in hot. Appreciate you tuning in. If you made it this far, remember this is Beat School. It's your boy Key Orion. I am here to help you level up, make banging beats, and write better songs. You can find everything at keyorion.com slash resources. This podcast... um, it's one of my, my favorite passion projects to do. Help you guys out. If you dig it, please share it with a friend. Tell somebody who, who's trying to make beats. And um, yeah, holler at me. If you have questions, please fire them at me. Kia at KiaOrion.com or at KiaOrion everywhere on the interwebs. Thank you guys for tuning in again. It means more than you know. Check you on the next one. Peace.